The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Because when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And yes, two weeks, no cold open because we did not plan properly. And so we are randomly throwing something at you. Uh, I'm calling this one the random episode. The random episode. That's a good yes. one. I like that one. Yes, I think uh, and I think we should try to do this more often in, in future episodes of the podcast. Um, but maybe try also not to plan it so that way it's literally random. I like that. I like not episode. planning. Anything that involves not doing work, I'm down for. Oh, you crazy millennial. <laughs> or are you Gen Z? You're Gen Z, aren't you? I am that weird in between age where you're you're not quite one and you're not quite the other. So you're not really a, not really a nineties kid, but also not Gen Z. Well no no millennial and ninety kids are two different things. Yeah, I'm, there's like this there's this this gap of years in between millennial and Gen Z that pretty much no one can agree on whether it's millennial or Gen Z or something in between. It's like 96 to 99. And well, those, those are millennials. So I'm a millennial. Yes. See, the internet would tell you differently. The internet's stupid. Well, you are the authority on everything. So I am God. You may call me God now. I will not. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. I am God. No, you're not. Stop saying that. I am God. You might pay for that one day. Take it more seriously. I am God. Also, you're not Morgan Freeman. Calm down. No, I'm more like, uh, you know, Evan Almighty or Bruce Almighty. You know, there's other there's other movies out there. Oh wait, actually, those are that that was that was those Morgan are the Freeman two movies. Yeah. Also, it is Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 Steve Carell and Jim Carrey also played God for a limited time in that movie. I thought Steve Carell played Noah. Oh, you're right. You're really confusing your movies, dude. Yeah, I haven't watched those movies since they came out. So, <laughs> um, good good. Good. Thanks for that. That's true. All right. So I'm Jim Carrey. Therefore, Mary. I am God. Uh, no. Listen. Even the Bible rejected Jesus. The Bible did not reject Jesus. The people in the Bible did. There, exactly. That's what I meant to say. And you are like the people in the Bible rejecting Jesus right now. How Jesus dare you? Jesus was also infallible. God is infallible. God would not make a mistake and say that the Bible rejected him. I am also infallible, whatever that means. And I am, I, not only am I infallible, but I'm also the greatest God of all times. Unable to fail. You I have not failed. failed. I did not fail. 
You didn't know what infallible meant. That does not mean that I failed. Yes, it does. It does not. Yes, it really, nope. really does. It does not. Yeah. Uh, the irony of this conversation is it's happening on Easter. Uh, <laughs> the, happy the day, Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. Happy belated Easter. Uh, this is the day that my son died and rose again. Please stop. This is blasphemous. <laughs> You're blasphemous. You are blasphemous, sir. Um, how was your How was your Easter? It honestly, it was really good. Do you want to hear what I did? No, I just wanted to know how it was. Okay. Uh, how many Easter eggs did you get? I didn't get any. No, well, that sucks. Yeah. I did right, lay cool. out a bunch of ribbons on a lawn. Why would you do that? Uh, because we spent Easter at my grandma's house, which is where we're getting married. And, uh, last time we went up there to get a floor plan layout of how many tables we needed to order for the, from the rental service. Um, we sent the guys out to get different measurements of the backyard lawns, like four times. And each time they came back, they came back with different measurements. So we have a semi-accurate floor plan of how things are going to look for the wedding day now but we needed to figure out how many tables to order so we cut ribbons the length of tables and laid them out today with a whole like a whole bunch of them and a tape measure and chairs and uh mapped out the whole thing so that's what i did for my easter interesting hey question this actually should be off the air, but I'm just gonna. You know what? Let's do a quick wedding update. Dun 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 ding 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 ding. This is a wedding update. Uh, I have a question with the wedding. Okay. Uh, as the best man, I need to know if we're all sitting at one table, or are you having a separate table for the best man and his people? You are not the best man. Also, you, stop with the fallacies. You are not the best man. I am you the are, bride. You I are slant. You are slandering me publicly, and this is libel. And I will see you in court. This is not about you. It's our wedding. We're not getting married. It is my wedding. Exactly, and I'm the best man. And you are not getting married. Qu- so thanks, thanks. How? <laughs> Wow. Did you like Bridezilla over here? Oh my gosh. Jeez. I don't know how I feel about this anymore. For all of you listening who think I might actually be a Bridezilla, she has formally been calling for eight plus ones. I call it a plus eight. I would like to point out Ruben does not have a significant other and refuses to tell me who the eight plus ones will be. He all part is of, actually, also F- insisting FYI. on calling himself the best man, even though we have informed him multiple times that he is not. And I, I'm terrified he's going to give a speech at the wedding. Oh, I'm totally going to give a speech at the wedding. Yeah, see, this is this is what terrifies me. I, I've already begun to write it. Um, however, I have to change some names in, in, in the speech. So uh, make your judgment based on all of that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so here's here's the update on the eight plus ones. Uh, a recent development, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I may need nine. So therefore. Ruben. 
You get one, and only if you tell me who it is. I am going to need nine. You cannot have nine. I am bringing nine people with me. And if you don't like it, you can tell them to leave. Please stop. I'm just telling you, these people are going to be the life of the party. No. As both the best man and maid of honor, I would like to formally let you know that nine people will be joining me at your wedding. Anyway, can you answer the question that I... As best man, I need to know if we're all sitting at one table or if we're going to be rejected to another table. That is a valid question. So what we're doing at the moment, and let me explain this to you. There are, you can do either a head table, which is the bride and groom, and then the bridal party all at one table. Uh, Or you could do a sweetheart table and put either allow the bridal party to intermingle with the rest of the guests Or put them at their own separate table. So that's actually something we are definitely going to do a sweetheart table so that it'll be. Well, there's not physically room in the backyard. And there's not a room. There's not a good place. The other factor in this, and this is why we need to ask the the brides and uh, bridesmaids and groomsmen about what they would rather do is most of y'all have significant others that will not be in the wedding party. It's. I think it's like all but three of you don't have a, sig- a significant other who's not in the wedding party. Thanks. So, well, no, it's like it's multiple people. Um, but I know that you all have people that you will want to sit with. So the question becomes, do we do a giant table so that you all can like, you know, sit with the people that you want to sit with? And then we determine that in advance. Do we do just one and it's just the bridesmaid and groomsmen? And, you know, you don't get to sit with your boyfriend or do we just uh, let Excuse it me. run wild? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be sitting with Brad. So no, that's no, a no. no-go anyway. No, excuse me. Uh, I would like to make it very clear. I do not have a boyfriend. I just told you I would be sitting with Brad. You don't have to show off. Nor do I have a girlfriend. So I just want to make it very clear. <laughs> So really, Ruben, I guess it's a question for you. Would you rather determine who's sitting at this giant head table of like 18 people or would you rather just go for it? Because we're not doing a seating chart. We're not doing doing a seating chart. No, it's a ton of work and hassle and drama and it's not necessary. Mm. Especially in a small backyard. I here's here's the problem with not doing a seating chart. I love how this random episodes turn into the wedding episode. Um, here's the problem with the, with not doing a, a seating chart. Uh, first of all, people are gonna okay. Here's here's the problem with doing a seating chart, and then the problem with not doing a seating chart. The problem with doing a seating chart is no one's ever going to be happy with where they're sitting. Exactly for the most part, because obviously you're going to put certain people with certain like in certain areas, whatever. Um, but the problem with not doing a seating chart is it's going to be pure chaos. Trying to, you know, like for people, the people are going to be fighting over, over seats. No, they won't. I will be fighting over seats. <laughs> Actually, I, yeah, I, I would, I believe that. I, I will literally <laughs> just, I will go and I'll punch somebody and tell them to move <laughs> and then so run away. We are doing very, very long rows of banquet tables, which means uh, we're going to have signage directing people to just walk towards the front. As soon as they get there, take a seat at the front. It'll just be easier that way. And if you're like, because we're literally, it's think of it like pews in a church. 
So, so are so are people gonna be sitting at the tables during the ceremony? Yes, that's very cool. Very cool. Thank you, thank you. That was my idea. I had to talk people. Terrible in idea. Everybody thinks it's cool. Terrible idea. Yes, I think so, that we should reconsider all of it. Well, and the reason we're doing rows is because it is so. It's an outdoor gazebo on a hill across from the lawns where everybody's going to be sitting. We're doing rows because instead of if you do rounds on a lawn. And then you've got like one focal point and then a whole bunch of rounds kind of dotted across randomly. There are going to be people who are blocking you. You're not going to have good windows. It's going to be a hassle. And you'll have to turn your chair around and it's just going to be weird. So what we're doing instead is we're not totally eliminating the issue of having to turn your chair around because half of them are still going to have to. But it's not going to be as weird. Like we'll start the ceremony with the chairs facing the one way and then everybody turns their chair around. So it'll be rows like coming back from the gazebo and then all of the chairs will be facing that way, which makes it much easier for everybody to see. It uh, makes it so that as they're arriving, they get to find their seat and get towards the front. So whoever gets there earliest is going to get the good seats. Whoever gets there later will be towards the back. And that's just the way it is. Nobody gets offended or everybody gets offended, which is what happens anyway when you do a seating chart. So why not take the 10 hours of work out of it and just let people choose where they want to sit because okay i don't think there's 10 hours of work putting together seating uh, charts. i have put together seating charts before i can friend. put together a seating chart in like 30 minutes uh-uh mm, you can but are you gonna be sure that you don't put the 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 person who goes to the Bible study who hates the other person who goes to the Bible study together, or that you're not going to put a certain uh, Democrat and a certain Republican together at the same table, even here's, though here's the thing. they are friends the, and they're the related. More, the more or, here, here's the thing. Here's the or thing. Here, are no, no, you going no, no, to none make of this matters. sure none of, the, none of this matters? It does the, matter no, because you have the added element of masks now, too, because people are going to want to sit either next to the people who are wearing masks or next to the people who are not wearing masks. And there's no way to predict that before June right now and plan no, for here, that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You put everybody at one giant long table and let them battle it out. And then when the ceremony starts, the survivors get to eat the food. How about we just do 10 giant long tables like we've planned and everybody gets food? No, that's because I'm going to end up with all the food in, in my scenario. You can have all the food anyway. So you're giving me all the food. I'm not giving you all the food. I'm just saying eat. You just gave me all the food. Why are you impossible? I'm quite possible. Mm -mm. My last name is possible. Anyway, would you rather sit at a head table or just choose where you want to sit? Listening to the way that you're doing it, which I, th I still think is, is, is illegitimate. Uh, I think that you should have um, the bridal party with their, their plus ones or in my case, plus eights, all at one table. Um, because it's going to be easier for us to find the people that we're with, as opposed to hoping that, you know, they're, you know, because what's going to end up happening is people are going to show up late, you know, or later than they should be there, and people are just going to sit next to empty seats, or sit next to people who have empty seats next to them, and they're going to be like, oh, that was for my husband. I'm like, oh, well, your husband's not here. <laughs> no, because we're not inviting jerks to the wedding. Oh, I know about like four jerks are going to be there. 
Oh my gosh. Anyway, okay, no. cool. Well, that answered my question. Um, and it also killed 15 minutes on the show. So <laughs> <laughs> this is weird, man. What, Why did you I, ask? Well, because I wanted to know who I was gonna be sitting by. Uh, and also because you know, I also wanted to make sure that the person that I end up inviting, the nine people I end up inviting to your wedding, uh, will know whether or not I'll be near them or far from them. I'm just not going to engage anymore because this is exhausting and I'm very tired of it. So you're not engaged anymore? You're calling off the wedding? No, I'm not engaging with you. Well, it's going to be very difficult to do because we're having a podcast. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this is so much fun. Um, all right. So what are we talking about this week? This week, we are going to be talking about some personal life experiences. Uh, Yikes. Specifically, three things we wish we had done differently. And uh, this is a broad spectrum of topics this can be literally anything um but before we do that ruben do you have a, a question for me do you know what we're supposed to be doing before that no some maybe something good oh no we don't have time for that what no, we don't have time for that. Let's jump into the topic. But I, but I prepped an article. All right, cool. Save it for next week. It's called. It's about a, a goat. Okay, the goat will be here next week. It's about it. No, he's not. He's running away. Well, <laughs> how is it something good? The suspense is killing me. We'll, well wait till next week. The police caught him, but who knows where he'll be next week? Did he catch? Did the goat still Ronald McDonald? Nope. Don't answer that. We'll find out next week. Uh, when we plan for something good to be in an episode, I did. Uh, I planned. I did my job. This is my job. Well, we're canceling something good for this week because we have to jump into our our actual topic because it, it's almost bedtime. You are impossible. You're insufferable. Ah, you're foligible. Foligible? I don't know. <laughs> Foligible. <laughs> I'm writing that one down. Oh, great. It's going to make the quote wall. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're you impossible. You're insufferable. <laughs> you're foligible. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do? What? We should move the quote wall from your apartment into the studio. Or just start a new quote wall. Or both. There's some good quotes on the old quote wall. There are some good quotes. Yeah. Maybe we'll steal the best of the best. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's jump into this week's topic. Awesome. All right. Do you want to go first or should I? I think you should go first because I have no way. I, I have I've had less time to prep than you have. Hmm. Um, let me think. So one of the first things, and I would like to start off by saying one of my personal philosophies is to never have any regrets. Like, not in a no rag rats kind of way, just in a like, the only thing that we can change about our circumstances, our reaction to it sometimes. 
And uh, especially when it's in the past, like I try not to have regrets about any of my circumstances or any of my past or anything that I've been through because I learned something from it and it ended up being good in the long run anyway. So this is not something that I normally do, but there are a few select things that if I could go back, change or tweak something a little bit, not make a huge major life change decision, but just tweak it a little bit, uh, that's what I would do. So. I wanted to start off with a super boring one. Are you ready for this? Yes. I wish that I had put more effort and diligence into learning an instrument when I was young. Because when I was a kid, we had a woman living with us. Her name was Allie. She lived with us for close to 10 years and she actually got her PhD in music education. She was a professional was and is a professional music teacher. And I spent most of my childhood traveling. Uh, my parents tried to get me to take music lessons with her. And I would go through this cycle of like taking lessons with her for a couple of weeks. And then we would go on a long trip and I wasn't able to practice. And then I'd get back and I'd try to start up again, but I had no diligence when it came to practicing when you're when you're a musician you have to practice like several hours every day especially when you're learning and maintaining and that was not something that I knew to do I had no set schedule I had no daily routine I had nothing because I was homeschooled and I made it all up myself so I kind of just relied on my own natural talent to get me through most of the time when it came to singing at least and when it came to piano I just didn't really try and I never had to because I didn't have anyone forcing me. I, I never played in a recital. I didn't have a piano teacher who got mad at me because she lived with me. So that's awkward. And my parents didn't really care. So if I could go back and change one thing, it would be to practice more, pay attention more when it came to learning an instrument and really just just put more time and effort into it. I, I think that people uh, don't value enough learning an instrument as a child. It's really good for your brain development and it helps you later on in life, especially if you go into the mu music field. That's my number one. Yeah, that was boring. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, doing this episode, I would redo this immediately uh, and pick a different topic. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, actually, I'm also going to pick a boring one because why not start off boring? Because if it, if it helps, my next one is a little bit more exciting. Doubtful, but okay. Um, no, actually, I would go back to uh, middle school when not. <laughs> I go back to the time I was in middle school, and if I had if I had to redo something, it would be the decision to stay in public school when I had the opportunity to jump into a private school uh, situation. Um, because I actually, um, you know, in a future episode, we'll we'll dive deeper into this uh, a little bit about how uh, how I feel about the public school system and the fact that I feel like I I failed miserably in the public school system mainly because uh, at some point they kind of just give up on you. Um, and I had the opportunity at one point uh, in middle school to jump into a, a, go to a private school, and at the last minute I decided uh, decided not to pursue it. So. That would be my my uh, thing. I would I do over again because I'd probably be smart, ish. You are smart, ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you are. I never knew that. I didn't know that you had that opportunity. Yeah, it was it was a brief uh, a brief 
couple of weeks in the summer where um, my neighbor had been taking her kids to, to this private school and uh, she was able to get, get a really good deal uh, on the tuition and everything. And my mom was like, well, we can afford it if you really want to do it. Uh, and then I'm like, well, my, you know, my, my really good friend Cody's here. And like, I don't know if I can just like up and leave my friends and, mm-hmm. you know, and then like six months later, these people moved away anyway. So it's like, uh, well, this all sucked. But um, yeah, it was a weird thing. And I just, I decided at the last, you know, last possible moment to just stay going to, to public school. And uh, it, I honestly feel like if I would have gone to a private school, I would have, I would have been able to actually, I'd be able to actually do math. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Number two. I was homeschooled and I still can't do math. So. Well, maybe I have no chance of ever learning how to do math. (laughs) So my number two is, uh, my, okay. And this is going to go against what I just said about not having any regrets or not changing any huge major things. Cause this one sounds a little bit more major, And I would like to clarify, I don't have a regret about this, but I would change it if I could. Uh, My number, my number two thing that I would change if, uh, if I could is not dating the first guy who called me pretty. I, yeah, yeah, it was, it was rough. Um, I think we all went through an awkward middle school period. Uh, especially like when you have that awakening to boys, I, for me personally, I, I, I did that. not, you'll get there. Don't worry. Your, you know, your, your breasts will come in and, uh, <laughs> no, my breasts are already here. Oh, did, did you get your training bra yet? Oh, I've had my training bra for years. <laughs> Never graduated out of it. Oh my gosh. So. I mean, everybody goes through that period. I was awoken to boys starting in middle school, and I looked terrible. Like, I literally wore khaki shorts and polo shirts every day. I had my hair cut like a boy. I had acne and glasses and braces and all of that stuff. And um, I I kind of started a transformation when I when I got signed with my first development company, and did photo shoots and had a stylist and went shopping for the first time. And, you know, it was, it was a big, it was a big life change, but really my first, uh, the first two guys who I was seriously involved with. And one of them, I would, I wouldn't consider a boyfriend. He was just some guy who wanted to cuddle with me and I desperately wanted that. So I said, yes. Uh, (laughs) I mean, both of, both of the first guys who I was involved with, I really primarily got involved with them because they said that I was beautiful and no one had ever said that about me before besides my parents and my sister and like people at church, like, you know, in life group. And then they're like, Oh yeah, you're beautiful because the Lord created you. That doesn't count. You know what, you know what that is? What? Fake? That's the Christian. That's the Christian way of saying you're ugly. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I mean, honestly, I loved my first boyfriend. I still love him. He's a great guy, and he's invited to the wedding. I hope he comes. Um, but I wouldn't change that I dated him. I would just change that reason because 
you know, girl, 15 year old Moxie, just think more highly of yourself. Don't be so desperate. Well, if this is middle school, I think you'd be a little bit younger than 15. I, how old are you in middle school? Uh, like between 11 and 12. Maybe up until, maybe like 12 to 14. I think 15 is freshman in high school. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I was a freshman. The first, it, it happened the first time, like the first guy I was, I was 14. Wow. So that, yeah. that's interesting. What well, a lot uh, of heartbreak. <laughs> uh you know i you know for me i think uh i'm gonna kind of piggyback off of your first one uh because i i did learn how to play an instrument when i was younger uh i learned how to play guitar uh but i i you know i would change uh what i would change about that situation is i would actually uh long story short uh, i lent my guitar to a guy who i was helping him produce uh, a song in high school and uh in the process he broke my guitar because uh, I, I lent him my guitar and he he broke it, and uh, you know, sixteen year old me would rather just take two hundred bucks, put it in my pocket, than go and buy a new guitar with it. Um, but now here I am, twenty eight years old, and I'm thinking to myself, man, I wish I had that guitar still. I wish I had a guitar because um, I'd probably still be playing it to this day. So that to me, I would redo that for sure because uh, you know, I, I miss just pulling out a guitar and, and strumming on it for hours on end uh, with no cares in the world. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I miss playing guitar. You play guitar? Uh, a little bit. I used to. Not not so much anymore. Um, and especially not when I have long nails. <laughs> well, that's that's unfortunate. Number three! Number three! <laughs> My number three is a more recent one. Um, and not, not super recent, just like two years ago. Um, my number three is I wish that I had taken the opportunity to get free counseling sessions while I was still in college. When, uh, when you go to APU and I don't know if this is true of other universities, but at APU as a student, you are entitled to 10 free therapy sessions, counseling sessions in the student counseling center. And I knew about that all four years. I did not think I needed it until the last year, which is when I went through my horrific breakup. I wanted to do it. And I actually went once and had like filled out the forms and everything. Carly, my best friend and I went together, did all the forms, set the appointment. And then I got too busy and I needed to cancel it. And I tried like two more times to make appointments and I was always too busy. And, um, Following the heels of that breakup, I was told by multiple people, including a licensed marriage and family therapist, that I should probably seek therapy based on what I went through after that. It was really traumatic. Um, and to this day, I never have, and I still need to. <laughs> so I'm not one to be like, always prioritize your mental health. It's mental health awareness day. I'm not, I'm not knocking that. I'm just not that kind of person. Uh <laughs> have you seen, have you seen that TikTok where the person goes, it's a mental health check-in. I checked. I'm effed. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not that person who is just going to, like, take a sick day because I'm feeling some anxiety. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not me. I am. There's more a lot the, wrong with that, but okay. I am more the kind of person who will drive themselves into the ground and then literally get in a car crash and have to slow down because of that. I don't slow down. Um, I have figured out healthier ways to manage it, but that's my number three is, uh, and it's a message to you if you're listening to this and you think that you should seek some counseling, do it. It's worth it. I'm still procrastinating. I'm doing premarital counseling right now and it's wonderful and it's definitely unearthing some more things that Brad and I are having great conversations about. I am thankful for counseling. I grew up in a family that didn't value therapy or counseling or anything like that. And so I never thought I needed it until I did. Uh, if if you think that you need it, if you have an interest in it, look into some services in your area. They usually have like low cost options for it. There's usually a counseling center in your city and uh, just go for it. And if you do, let me know where you live and how easy it was, because I, I might I might hit you up for that. <laughs> or just don't do therapy, uh, which is my philosophy. Uh, you probably need therapy. I don't need therapy. You definitely need therapy. I don't need therapy. Uh, when people um, say that they don't need therapy, that means they do. Okay, whatever. Uh, there's no logic to that whatsoever. Um, Denial. I'm not denying anything. Therapy is good for you, whatever phase of life you're in. Therapy is good for some people. I, I've done therapy, and I've gotten nothing out of it, so... Let me ask you this. What did you no. put into it? 120%. How old were you? Uh, well, I, I went to therapy twice when I was in, after my brother died and then in high school. You went to therapy twice? Mm-hmm. Like two sessions? No, like two separate times. Okay. I was like, you went to therapy twice and it wasn't worth it. You got to try again. No, I, I spent like a year and a half in therapy when I was in middle school after my brother died. Mm. And then in high school, I spent my entire senior year in therapy and nothing it did absolutely nothing for me. Mm. Actually, in, in reality, by the time high school rolled around, <laughs> you know, I actually used that more as like a, like it was something I, I kept doing it because it got me out of class, mm. you know? So like it was like all right cool it's that was you know the most benefit I got out of it was it took me out of class. I mean that's something. Yeah, but I mean it didn't it did nothing for me as far as like my psyche or whatever. Like mm -hmm. how does that make you feel? Well, considering the fact that I cried about it, what do you think, doc? <laughs> how does that make you feel? Angry. And what should we do about it? We should fight. Now, Ruben, you know this is a violence-free zone. I think you might need a better therapist. And by the way, there is a difference between counseling and therapy. There's a difference between therapy and therapy. What? One's therapy and the other one's a bar. That is not accurate. No, there's a, there's a bar in Vegas called Therapy. Oh, actually, in that case, I've been to therapy three times. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the third one helped. <laughs> Speaking uh, of third times, uh, this is actually... Oh, God. I can't believe I'm going to admit this live on the internet. Um, I If I were to go back in time and change something or redo something, 
I think that they're <laughs> so I recently saw that this girl that I consider her the my first love. Um I fell in love with her like the minute I met her. Is it the girl you took to the concert? No. Oh. Uh I fell in love with her in kindergarten. Um and the last 20 whatever years of my life since 24 years maybe i don't remember i don't know how long kindergarten was um i remember how long kindergarten was i don't remember when it was or how long ago it was um i I literally like just remember thinking oh my god this girl's so pretty and then throughout the years like she just got prettier you know and uh i i would go back in time If if i had the chance i'd go back in time and definitely um definitely ask her out you know, and like not just have this, um, this longing from a far away of like wanting to ask her out because I recently uh, saw the person that she was last dating and went, "That's the guy she chose to, to date." Oof. Like I have a chance. Oh. Um, <laughs> like the guy was not good. Like for her, like the type of guy I would expect to see her with that guy was not it um and um and they've since broken up so and i so i'm just like thinking to myself i'm like oh now's my chance did you do it no because she just broke up with them how how long ago like within the last month okay here's the thing no i'm not gonna do it if you wait Someone else is going to ask. Oh yeah, no. I mean, this is my this this is literally, literally the theme of my life is like, oh, that girl's really pretty. I should ask her out. And then finally, I'm like, all right, I'm going to ask her out. And then all of a sudden, it's like, by the way, I have a boyfriend now. And I'm just like, well, this is awkward. I had a, a right after my last breakup, I had one of my oldest friends very politely ask me if I would like to go out with him within a month of my last breakup, he asked if I would like to go on a date sometime. And I told him that I, it was the first ask that I got. So I was very flattered and a little encouraged. Uh, And I told him that I was just too like broken right then and too busy. And that if he messaged me again in a couple months, then I would love to go on a date with him. And Look what happened. <laughs> but well, I mean, he... I would have. And I, I told him that very politely. And had he followed up on that, I would have gone out with him. If you just say, hey, I'd love to go on a date with you. Can we do it in a month or so? And then follow up and deliver. Okay. Did you learn nothing about the concert girl? I'm terrible at following up. Set a reminder on your damn phone. All right. Well, that's uh, that's the stuff that I go back in time and change. Um, I'm going to call her right now. Do it. Do it. Do air. it. Do it. Do it. At 11:30. Do it. Uh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Well, you know, here's here's the fun part. Um, I I have some stuff on the horizon that I'm working on that uh, might take that spot so like with a girl or a triceratops who knows what about a boy <laughs> listen we both know there's one boy for me 
And he's mine. And I already have him. He's he is mine. I already have him. He is mine. And he looks great in leather pants, by the way. Right? I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, I think we've covered everything that we want to talk about this week. Um we do have a surprise for all y'all. Uh, tomorrow morning, uh, we have a, a special, in case you missed it, rebroadcasting of our live stream Q&A for our second ever Potiversary. Woo! She is so excited. Am I supposed to be more hyped about this? It's like You're, 11.30. Yes, please be more hyped about this. Woo! 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 That was weird. And I don't know how to respond to it. Um, but yeah, if you missed our live stream last Thursday, it was our two-year anniversary uh, or the anniversary, as I like to call it. Uh, and and we'd love for you to listen to the audio version of it. It's going to be available tomorrow at uh, by the time you wake up, probably. Um, and it's going to be great. It was a fun time. Moxie got lit. I did get a little lit. The funny part was she didn't get lit until like two hours after the podcast ended or the live stream. After ended. I had already driven to Bible study. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. She was she was a little litty in Bible study. Nobody uh, noticed. No one knew. Everyone knew. No, no one. We all we all talked about it. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. No. Yes. No. Remember, you you left early. I did? Yeah. I don't remember leaving early. You guys left. And then we all hung out for like another four hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You told them that I was buzzed? No, they asked what was wrong with you. So you told them I was buzzed? I wasn't going to lie to them. I, that wasn't what was wrong with me. Well, now they think you're a drunk. Oh, my gosh. I had two <laughs> glasses of champagne. On that a was, Thursday evening. That was not champagne. It was rosé. I, I had to, That's even better. I had two glasses of rosé and I'm about to go have some more. Thanks to you. <laughs> all right. Well, with all that being said, make sure to refresh your podcast feed tomorrow because you will get a special audio update. Audio update? You'll get a special audio version of our Q&A. Uh, did you raise your hand right now? Or were you stretching? What's up? And as always... <laughs> I was I was going to interject and make it all smooth and nice, but never mind. Keep talking. I'm done talking. I don't know. You had something to say, apparently. What I was going to say is, and as always, be sure to follow our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash the best friend show. Instagram are at is at best friend podcast and go follow us on twitter because sometimes we post things it's at ymbf show hey and we have a youtube channel we do well that actually mo- we we have a multimedia mouth channel no, we have an actual youtube channel as well i know we do but they should follow us on multimedia mouth instead because it's better they should follow us on both do both double duty Por qué no a los dos Por qué no hablas dos? Si se puede. <laughs> si se puede. <laughs> um, say it with me. Si, si se, se puede. puede. <laughs> uh, 
that was that's my favorite moment so far oh yeah uh i'm gonna love that forever i think we should make a t-shirt that says that um but star wars character i don't know um do i look like somebody who watches star wars (laughs) uh don't answer that you are wearing an easter egg shirt so hey for all the crap you give me i'm allowed to say that you're wearing the color of an easter egg first of all this is not an easter egg color I've never seen yes, an Easter egg. I've never seen an Easter egg color this color. I literally have one downstairs. Bet. Um, number two, I got complimented today at Starbucks. Okay. Do you really just say bet? Bet. Wow. Lit. Stop tapping. No, stop capping. <laughs> I just capped. <laughs> just capped myself. Well, I'm glad that you got you got congratulated on your shirt at Starbucks. Did she I'm... ask you out? No. But she did like randomly be like, oh my God, I love your shirt. And I'm like, thanks. My friends think I look like an Easter egg. And she went, oh my God, that's so appropriate. Like, because today's Easter. And I'm like, good point. That's why I wore it. Gosh. And she goes, oh my God, your friends are idiots. Tell them that you look amazing. And I'm like, it probably helps somewhere in a mask right now. She goes, probably. Oh, oh, ouch. It's fine. It was a Starbucks line. They messed up my sandwich. It's all good. Uh, anyway, my name's Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we will see you next week when we have a guest again. Woo! I'm really excited about next week's guest. Who is it? You'll see. No, who is it? Seriously. You'll see. I need to know. No, you don't. Oh, by the way, if you like my April Fool's joke that we pulled on Moxie, go like that photo. I'm leaving. Please? I'm leaving. Well, it's the end of the show. It's okay. I, I would get up and walk away, but I'm not wearing pants. So that'd be awkward. You too. <gasps> no pants, buddies. Wait. No. That sounds really wrong. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, I'll tell you this off air. Bye. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.